friend of mine, one I respect highly. I think this church is really blessed to have him as pastor. Amen. Sister Mo missing her this morning. I guess she's sick. Uh, she's had a time of it. We really need to keep her in prayer. Amen. I feel inadequate this morning, surrounded by a bunch of good preachers. I know they've been feeding you steak and filet mignon, and, and uh, you come this morning to old boy, don't know nothing but beans and cornbread. Come on. <laughs> Amen. The Lord is so good to us all the time. Amen. In fact, David took up the pen one time. And he said, the Lord loadeth me with benefits daily. Amen. 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 And you know, a lot of times my wife and I, we look around and, and uh, we see all the uh, junk that we've accumulated over the years. And, and, and Lord, we don't deserve any of it. Amen. Amen. But God has been so, so good. Amen. Amen. I won't hold you long this morning, probably. I understand. I think if I understood right, that you've got a business meeting after this. And, and so I don't want to stand between you and a uh, bologna sandwich uh, and all. So uh, I'll be reading uh, several places this morning. And we'll start off reading in Acts chapter 3. And we'll read verse 1 and 2. Now, I'm an old man this morning, and, and, uh, and so you're going to have to let, just let me take my time, okay? Amen. Thank you, Brother Moat, for asking me this morning. Uh, I do not uh, take filling this pulpit lightly behind a man of God like Brother Moat. Amen. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Luke chapter 7. And read, read verses 11 and 12. And it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain, Many of his disciples went with him and much people. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother. And she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her. Mark chapter 5. And be reading verses 1 through 5. 
they came over unto the other side of the sea, unto the country of the Gadarene. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs of man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwellings among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying, cutting himself with stones. The same chapter, verse 25 and 26. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years and had suffered many things of many physicians, spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. Final reading, Second Kings, chapter 20. Verse 1, In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death, and the prophet Isaiah the son of Amos came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thy house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Brother Moat, would you ask the Lord to bless this this morning? Amen. You may be seated. I read you five places in the scripture this morning that where I left off, it was a bleak outlook and an impossibility for anything to straighten out these situations. And on these verses of scripture, I want to try to preach for a little while this morning about there's some things that duct tape can't fix. There are just some things duct tape can't fix. I believe with all my heart that whenever we come to God that and He fills us with the Holy Ghost and we're baptized in the precious name of Jesus. I believe with all my heart this morning that, that God hands us a toolbox. And in that toolbox is all the tools that we need to live for Him and make it to heaven. In that toolbox there's prayer and there's fasting. There's faithfulness and consecration. There's healing and everything that we need to make it to heaven. I believe God gives us whenever we receive the Holy Ghost or baptized in Jesus' name. 
But I also feel like this morning that every one of us takes that toolbox and takes and reaches and thinks it needs a little bit more in that toolbox and we reach and get a spiritual roll of duct tape and put in that toolbox. God never gave us a toolbox with duct tape in it. Amen. Because there's just some things duct tape won't fix. I've seen duct tape used a lot of ways. Amen. And you have too. And, and I don't think I'd be too far off say that there's a lot of homes represented here today that's got a roll of duct tape at their house. Something break, and the first thing the husband says, honey, where's the duct tape? I've seen duct tape used a lot of ways. I've seen shoes held together with duct tape. I've seen broom handles held together with duct tape. I've seen garden hoses patched for a while with duct tape. I've seen car windows with duct tape where the car windows have broken out. I've seen cardboard boxes repaired with duct tape. I've seen hammer handles held together with duct tape. Duct tape has been used to remove lint, catch flies, temporary hems, Repair glasses, even remove warts, pull splinters, used for household decoration, made into roses, patched, ripped, and closed. People often joke and say that anything can be fixed with duct tape. It's also, duct tape is also called the poor man's toolbox. Whenever you look back at the history of duct tape, in the Second World War, there's a woman in a defense plant that was packing ammunition named Vesta Stout. And she got to noticing that complaints were coming in to the factory that the ammunition they were packing in those crates were they were putting material over it and then dipping it in wax and the soldier boys was having a hard time getting into the ammunition. She penned a letter to President Franklin D. Roosevelt and said, I think what we ought to do is come up with some kind of cloth back tape waterproof that we could seal those cans of ammunition with and the soldier boys could get into them a lot easier and he pinned back and said I think you're absolutely right and so duct tape was born color olive green and it worked wonderfully but in 1950 another company uh, took 
and bought the patent for duct tape, and they began to manufacture it. It was used in construction, and it was used to mostly own air ducts, so that's the way it come about its name, duct tape, silver gray. And in the 70s, another company took control of this uh, company that had been making the gray duct tape. They began to push the product, and they began to make all different colors. Amen. And so that is the history of duct tape. And though a lot of us has used duct tape for a lot of different reasons, I have to stand here this morning and tell you, I hate to break your bubble, but there's some things duct tape won't fix. The lame man that was carried and laid at the gate called Beautiful. There's no doubt in my mind that he had tried a lot of things. No doubt in my mind that his family had tried a lot of things to fix it. But, but you see, duct tape wouldn't work. Amen. Amen. All the things that they tried would not work. The only thing that ever worked uh, was when a couple of old poor preachers walked by and one of them looked on him and said, Silver and gold have I none. <laughs> Hallelujah. Throw that roll of duct tape away uh, and rise up and walk. Uh, and the Bible says uh, he rose and began to leap uh, and jump uh, and praise God. Uh, I'm telling you today, uh, in reality, there's not anything uh, that duct tape will fix. Uh, it is only a temporary patch uh, and there's a lot of times uh, in our lives when we reach uh, into that spiritual toolbox uh, and we get that spiritual roll of duct tape uh, and we begin to think I can fix this uh, better than God can fix it. Uh, I've got some duct tape here I can put on it uh, and I can patch it up uh, but friend of mine I want to tell you today uh, that that duct tape sooner or later is going to wear out. Uh, sooner or later that hose is going to go to leaking again. Sooner or later that hammer handle is going to break again. And sooner or later all of our trying to fix things are going to come to naught because there's nothing that'll work except the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on Calvary's rugged cross. Hallelujah. Glory. I know a lot of people here this morning, some of you I don't know. But it don't take a real brainiac to look at a congregation this size and, and understand that there's some situations in some of your lives that you'd like to fix. Amen. There's some situations here today that that if we could, uh, uh, if duct tape would really fix it, uh, we'd reach into our spiritual toolbox uh, and grab that roll uh, and we'd apply the duct tape. Uh, but still, it just, it's just a matter of fact uh, that duct tape only patches. It does not 
fix. Amen. The only thing that'll ever fix what's the matter in your life is the blood of Jesus Christ that was freely spilled down Calvary's rugged cross. For you see, it is the blood that atones. Hallelujah. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. Hallelujah. The widow of Nain, we have to understand what things were at this time. Uh, they, when a widow had no kinfolk, no sons, uh, she was left on uh, the uh, mercy of the people. She had no income. There was no social security. There was no income, no way preparations were made to take care of her. She was just on the mercy of the world. And we see here this what a her only son was dead uh, on the uh, briar there as she would care as he was carried through the city and Jesus showed up at the gate that day. Was it just an accident that he was there? No, sir. He went there with a purpose in mind. For you see, every place that Jesus went, he was doing good. Every time the dust puffed up around his sandals, he was headed someplace else to fix a situation that people had tried to fix themselves, and it had come unraveled. It had come undone. It come unhanged uh, people you we cannot fix uh, the things that face us day to day uh, the only way they'll ever be fixed uh, if we find ourselves an altar and give ourselves holy to him uh, not reserving any portion uh, but giving our all to him hallelujah hallelujah I read to you about the demoniac at Gadara. And we read the scripture sometime and we read something like that and all we see is just a wild man that got chains hanging off of him that just broke and arms and legs cut and maybe his face and blood running down his garment and <coughs> And we see a, just a pitiful looking man, but we don't think back at one day uh, that was somebody's little boy. And one day that little boy climbed up in his mama's lap uh, and his mama hugged him uh, and his daddy told him how proud he was of him and how cute he was. But I don't know what happened down through the years and the time that got this man uh, in the shape that he's in. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that there was a lot of duct tape, uh, not only chains, but a lot of duct tape uh, hanging off that man's life uh, that people had tried to change. You see the rulers of that country and all it took uh, and they took the duct tape when they put the chains on him uh, when they put him in fetters uh, they thought this is the answer to it. If we can chain him up, uh, if we can lock him up, uh, he can stop terrorizing the country. But he just broke those asunders uh, because duct tape will not work. 
There's just some things that won't fix. Amen. But the Bible says that one day he is up on that mountain and he looked down and his little old ship come sailing up and landed on the coast. And he looked down. He said, it's time to get rid of the duct tape. He ran to the only one that could help him. Amen. He presented himself before Jesus. And Jesus said, who are you? And he said, my name's Legion. That devil's speaking out of him. Oh, yeah. The legions begin to say, don't cast us out into the emptiness. You see, the devil himself understands when duct tape has been used for the last time. And the real answer standing before the man called legions. And legions, the devils in him, said, Don't cast us just out into the emptiness. There's a bunch of swine over there. Cast us into those swine. Let us go into them. And they did. And those swine run down the hill head first into the sea and were drowned. You see, that bunch of pigs had a lot more sense than a lot of people today. They understood the way to get rid of those devils was get in the water. I'm telling you today, when you're baptized in the precious name of Jesus and you take that name on, every devil in hell begins to pay attention. Every devil in hell begins to look around and take notice. Amen. For greater is he that's within you than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Then I read to you about King Hezekiah. How he is sick and even the preacher come to him. Said you get your house in order. You're going to die. I don't know what Hezekiah had done, but I'm sure that he had applied some duct tape trying to fix some things. But finally, he took that roll of spiritual duct tape, told it aside, and he turned his face to the wall, and he began to talk to the problem solver. He began to talk to the one that he knew so well. Amen. He began to tell him, Lord, I've been faithful in this, and I've been faithful in that. And God wound up giving him 15 more years when he throwed the duct tape away. I want to tell you this morning, I don't know what's in your life today, but I want to tell you this morning, there's a song that comes to my mind that says, when you tried everything, and everything has failed. 
tried Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. When you've tried everything and everything has failed, try Jesus. Jesus won't never let you down. Jesus won't never fail you. Jesus won't never lead you wrong. But Jesus is the answer to all the problems of this world today. Hallelujah. AAA is not the answer to alcoholism. Jesus Christ is the answer to it. AAA is duct tape. Jesus Christ is the answer today. Hallelujah. I want to tell you today that that there's nothing, uh, I said nothing, uh, there is nothing uh, that Jesus Christ can't fix. Uh, amen. He was in the world and the world knew him not. Uh, hallelujah. And the Bible says that there was not anything created uh, that he didn't create. Uh, he made everything. He is above everything. Uh, he, is, he is all in all. He'll always be everything. We used to sing an old chorus, and Brother Motor relate this, I think. Reach out and touch the Lord as he passes by. You'll find he's not too busy to hear your heart's cry. He's passing by this moment your need to supply. Just reach out. Touch the Lord as he passes by. Amen. Hallelujah. Think of the Apostle Paul, one of the greatest heroes in the Bible. He was on a ship one time in a terrible storm and said they hadn't seen the moon or stars in 14 days. Just waves and wind as great as Apostle Paul was he used some duct tape and those people on ship did they began to throw everything off the ship light and load trying to fix it they done everything that they could think of and the Apostle Paul one morning rose up and stepped to the bow of the ship. And the Bible says that when all hope was taken away. That's Apostle Paul. He didn't think there's any way to fix it. All hope had been taken away. He stood that one morning and he said, listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> I pitched a duct tape over in the corner last night and the angel of the Lord appeared unto me. Yeah. Amen. And said that if you will stay with this ship, <laughs> there's not a soul going to be lost. Oh, I want to tell you this morning, church, we need to hang with the church. 
Amen. You didn't hear me. I said we need to hang with the church. The church, the world said the church is going down. But friend of mine, the true church is not going down. The true church is going up. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that the Lord will stem heaven with the voice of the archangel and trump of God will sound and we which are alive remain shall be caught up in the air. I'll tell you today that the rapture is before us. We just need to hang on. We're living in some trying times, but we need to hang on. We need to get rid of the duct tape and get down to being serious with God. Amen. We need to understand we need to go back and take another look at Jesus and all the things that he's done for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in closing this morning, there's a song that really means a lot to me. And it simply says, I won't go back. I can't go back the way I was before you found me. <laughs> can't do it. I can't go back. Peter looked at Jesus and said, where would I go? <laughs> where would I go? You got the word to eternal life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Church, I'm telling you this morning, it's time. And high time that we throw the duct tape away duct tape and just some things he can't fix and like I said in reality there's nothing that'll fix and I'm telling you in reality the problems that face you there's no way you can fix them but there's some altars right here amen that you can come to and you can repent of your sins. The pastor can take you, put you down in the watery grave in the name of Jesus Christ for the mission of your sins. And then God can fill you with a baptism of the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in other tongues. That is the only answer. Amen. That is the only answer. Duct tape just won't work. Lord bless you this morning. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Of him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no 
Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the 